from the Stand Up Talk Radio Network. I'm, I'm pretty sure that you have a way harder time getting through life than the average person, Ari. I, I don't know why anybody would listen to this. I know I won't. Ari, your advice single-handedly broke up my marriage. You're an awful person. You're 24 years old. Why would I listen to you? Why would you be giving therapy and advice to people who clearly need it? It doesn't make any sense, Ari. This is a horrible idea. You're listening to you listening to unlicensed, 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 unlicensed therapy with Ari Manis. Welcome back to Unlicensed Therapy with me, Ari Manis. If you're wondering what happened with Luke Schwartz, who was on the previous episode, he was having girl problems, long distance issues. His girlfriend asked for a break. I couldn't give him real advice on how to get her back with the distance, with the unknown of the future between them. So I told him that he should try and move on, try to put his energy towards other things. And he did that. His girlfriend recently called him and ended the relationship officially. They are no longer together. But Luke moves on. He's doing more comedy. He's keeping himself busy, and he's feeling better than he was that day. So wish him luck in his new single journey. Follow him at LukeDoesStuff on Twitter. Today's episode was a little bit different. We had a friend of mine on named Dave Taylor. Now, if you don't know Dave, he's an eccentric dude. Very funny, very nice guy. But he kind of hijacked this episode. He didn't want therapy. I told him what it was ahead of time. He said he wanted to do it. But when he got there, he just wanted to talk. And you know what? Sometimes that's what being a therapist is. It's just talking. Sometimes you go to a therapist and you don't have any problems you want to talk about. You just want the company. And that's what happened today. Dave Taylor just wanted my company, so I was there for him. So I hope you guys enjoy the conversation we had. Now, before we get started with today's episode, I would like to welcome again our newest sponsor, Rally Flipcap. Rally Flipcap is a wonderful company that makes hats. They are not like the normal baseball hat. You flip the hat up and there is a second hat underneath. Now, they don't just have baseball hats. They have Christmas hats. They have California hats, USA hats, all sorts of hats. So go check them out, rallyflipcap.com. Use the coupon code STANDUPTALK and you'll get a nice little discount and show them that you listen to our podcast. That's rallyflipcap.com, rallyflipcap.com. Today we have David Taylor. He is a comedian. He is a paid regular at the comedy store. He lives in a nice apartment. He doesn't have a day job. He has a beautiful girlfriend. No, I don't. We broke up. He had a beautiful girlfriend, but he's living. He's good at talking to girls. He's living an awesome single life. So David, on paper, everything 
seems to be going your way in life. No, even on paper, it's not. Ari, what's going on in your life? No, no, Let's you talk about no, you. Yes, that's actually. That's not what this is. You know, it seems to me that you have a control problem if you're trying to decide what this podcast is. How are you doing? I How's am, Ari doing? Ari's great. Really? I have everything I need. Uh, well, what, what is that exactly? Got a place to live. So uh, how's it going with you emotionally? No, no, you can't do this. Yes, I can. <laughs> no. Absolutely, I can. Are you still with that girl? Yeah. Is it exclusive? It is, yes. So when do you think she's going to move here? January. That's very soon. Now, why do you, has she made plans? It seems like to move here that soon from that far away, there have to be concrete plans. Well, has she purchased a ticket? She has not purchased a ticket yet. It's not a good sign. Exactly. But she just graduated college. Yes. She doesn't have a career job and she lives with her parents. So the major argument for her coming out here is she has nothing going on in right. life. Exactly. So let me see if I got this straight. She's fucking up, but your argument for why she will come here and not fuck up even further no, is that she's fucking fuck- up. She just hasn't bought her ticket yet. We're talking about it. She's well, waiting on a paycheck. Okay. What does she do? Right now, she works part time at a shoe store, but she has her degree in marketing. Now, I'm not for an expert job. in Australian shoe stores, but it seems like you'd have to work many weeks to earn the money part time to purchase a plane ticket to the United States. Minimum of America. wage there in Australia is twenty dollars an hour. That high? Yeah. That's How can they sustain wage. that financially? Everything's more expensive there. $20 an hour? Is that what's the currency compared to American currency? Is it more It's about roughly it? the same. The American dollars were slightly more. Oh, so we're looking at like you're looking at a $32,000 a year minimum wage job. Yeah. Which explains why it's only part-time. It's yeah. got to be expensive to have extra employees. Do people yeah. work under the table? Do they have no immigrants? I guess it's too tough to get there. Well, because they push everybody who's poor out into the desert. Yeah. They're all in the outback. So that's that's really smart. They have like two cities and then everybody who's poor, you got to hit the bricks. Mm-hmm. You got to go out to the uh, to the outback. Mm-hmm. Uh, how long were you there? I was there for a month. Did you like it? It was awesome. Would you consider living there? If I wasn't pursuing stand-up comedy and stand-up the film here. business. You know, Paul Hogan became very famous out of Australia. Right. There's Arch Barker who's, who makes millions of dollars a year there. Does he really? Yeah. He's here. He's what would you say a club headliner? Yeah. There he is a theater headliner making millions a year. You can make millions a year as a theater headliner. Not a lot of them, but yeah, there is a few. He does. Is he, he from does here? Huge. No, he's from here. Yeah. And then he's he from just, Northern California. But some, for some reason, he became very famous in Australia. He's huge there. Remember that Hooters show that I used to do? Yes. Whenever Australians would walk by and handing out free tickets, I would go. Arch Barker is going to be there. They would all instantly jump and turn around. Really excitedly. And then I'd be like, he's not, but it's going to be a good show. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever get Arch Barker to come? Never once. I've never met him. He, really? He used to do shows here in L.A. It, it, yeah, sure. Sometimes it baffles you to think of what the rest of the world likes. But I guess I'm sure people in Europe think, well, why is Aziz Ansari fa- famous? You know, like we have. I, our- I happen to think Aziz is very funny. Is there anybody you would trash? Any big stars that I would trash? No. Carlos Mencia? that's too easy and honestly you probably wouldn't have trashed him before everybody else did oh yeah definitely not yeah well no if someone if i knew that someone was stealing jokes it's not about stealing it's about finding them funny stealing is also bad too but it's not the only crime 
worth the, trashing. Well, there's plenty of major comedians that I don't find funny, but well, you admit but that you I just admit, won't admit that it. I don't find them funny, but that I won't say they're a bad comedian because I don't find them funny. Now, what were the problems you guys discussed in your first three podcasts? So here was what happened. Uh, this is a general therapy podcast, but all three of them were having girl issues. Yeah, because they're men, and all men have girl issues. Period. Whether you're married so. or single, there's always girl issues. You shouldn't call it unlicensed therapy. You should be call it like, what's your twat problem? <laughs> so far, yeah, but I'm hoping there will be some people that come on with you other know, the issues. The only people you're going to get who won't have problems with girls are gay men. You can go in that direction too. Well, I don't. I'm not exclusive. I'll have gay guys on here. I'll have girls on here. Whoa, girls? Yeah. Unbelievable. Now, I noticed you don't have any of them the first four. Do you not know any girls or is it that all the girls you know you want to sleep with so it's too awkward to do a therapy? I'm just trying to get uh, people that I have a more close relationship with on You don't have a close relationship with any women? Not really. I find that a little weird and frankly misogynist. Why You have any close... <laughs> if I'm friends with a girl, I'm usually either trying to sleep with them that's or, that, I, I know that's why i decided i can't be friends with women unless there's zero there's no right, unless there. i'm not attracted to them at all yeah and um, then like my yeah. one gold standard for female friendship is jackie gold i'm friends with jackie i don't know her that well she seems cool i'm very cool very yeah. nice i'm friends with jackie because jackie and i have zero physical interest in one another and yeah. that is why we we're not like super close or anything but every once every month or two we'll go get a meal yeah there you go. Which I would never consent to do with another female. There are like one or two right. others. And I'm the same way then. Because I don't want to be in a situation where I have an ulterior motive and then I'm lying to myself. It's like, fuck that. Exactly. You know? Yeah, I feel the you same You don't have way. any women, though, let your... But Jackie's like the only one. I would say that my Amy closest, Hawthorne also. Uh, Amy Hawthorne, I'm, I'm friends with. Amy's she very moved, nice. She moved to New York. I mean, there's other girls I'm friendly with. But the ones that I actually go do things with. Oh, you and do that, things? Oh, that man. I would text and say, what are you up to? In a friendly way. Oh, the problem when you text a girl, you say, what are you up to? In a friendly way is it looks like it's not a friendly way. Even with Jackie, maybe the reason I, I will go get this one. I'm not texting her saying, hey, what are you doing? No. Do you really don't want me to say anything negative? Oh, you can, but we don't need to. Well, well, I really don't need to. What, do you think I'm doing this because we need to? Well, no, <laughs> you're sitting in my trash-strewn apartment. Yeah, why don't you clean? Let's let's start there. Too why, lazy. why is your place so messy? Too lazy. Can't afford a maid. I don't think it's those things. I think there's, you know, you're such a low place. You have such a deep-seated issue that you don't have the urge or the desire or the motivation to get up and clean. Now, why? True. Why is it that? Why? Because I don't feel like cleaning. Why are you in such a dark place? I got not in a dark place. I got other stuff to do. What's going on? Usually with when you have to clean, it's when you got nothing else going on. But if you're writing something, you don't have time to clean. If you're hanging out with people, no Let's, cleaning okay, time. That's that's BS. Actually, no, it's no, not BS. Yes, it is. Let's. is. I'll tell you why. I'm not saying you don't work and you don't write things. I'm yeah. not saying that. But you're not sitting in here on the computer in such a deep train of thought writing mode where you're like, I can't get up and throw this trash away. No, actually, what I'm usually doing is just laying in bed, maybe on the computer casually, because you know why? Because I prioritize that over having a clean apartment. What if you brought a lady back here? Well, then she would be horrified. But then, she, you know what? Usually that's not a deal breaker. It's like <laughs> once you get them to come over, they're already in their yeah, head. It's, yes, it's, you know. They're doing it. I knew a girl, Daniel Koenig had a really funny bit about girl at a gecko tattoo near her pussy because it was sexy. And she said, Danielle's point was, look, if if a guy sees that part of you, you got the part, you know, <laughs> and that's kind of how it is. You got the part.
I mean, every once in a while, you know, I'll get the place clean. I'll be inspired. But right now I'm not in that place. So I'm not cleaning. You know, you could also be friendly with your friend's girlfriends, but that's not the same as being friends. It's not like you're going right. out to eat with them. It's just like when you'll talk to them, you're happy to, you know. Right. No, I'm talking about girls. Like to Whitney. Me, I like Whitney Rice. Very yeah, she's nice. Cool. Dating Earl. Right. Never. Also, Whitney looks like my mom. So it's like a real no go. Well, I, to me, a friend that's a girl would mean you have to hang out with them one on one. If yeah, you're not doing even, that, they're I don't not. hang out with a lot of my guy friends one on one. A lot of but times, you do I'm sometimes just, like me and you, even though we don't hang out all the time, we went and got calzones that one night. We it wasn't one on one though. True, that was in still, a group of people. Still, I'll count that if you do that with girls. Well, there was a girl there, so yeah, technically, yeah. That I, I don't guess, even remember her name. So that that shows you that does that show that you how was. unimportant it was. Yeah. Uh, how is life treating you? Everything good? Everything's good. How's this? Is this podcast getting good listener base? Yeah. Good numbers? One of the comments was, I cannot wait for episode two. That was on the episode one podcast. That was a comment by a stranger. Now, how many podcasts do you have on this stand up talk network? Uh, right now, there are three active podcasts mine, Jeremiah Watkins, and Melissa Villasenor. Three comedians that weren't afraid to get naked in 2014. That's an article on the website. And it, I don't know if you saw it. Eric Andre, Chelsea Handler, and I forget who the third Tick one Nittaro, I wrote. Tick yeah. all got naked publicly. Let's see here. Yeah. If you had done that, you would have been on that list. If you just I got could naked. Have, that would have been yeah. real success. Yeah. That would have been. Yeah. Well, Chelsea. Uh, Why don't you think that you're a successful comedian? Because nobody knows who I am. So you're not a famous comedian. That's different. That is success. No, it is not. Success and fame are equivalent in the entertainment industry. I disagree. You know, it's the one thing where you don't have to ask people, how are you doing? Or you're successful. People know how you're doing because your success is no. known to yeah, people. Yeah, that's if you're trying to be a famous comedian. Your point is that I'm successful despite the fact that nobody knows who I am. You are not as successful as, as those people, maybe, but... There is a You're big gulf between success and me. You and I are, I'd say, equivalently successful, and I don't want to sing like How jerk. could you possibly say you that? You have 8,000 listeners for your uh, stand-up talk yeah, podcast. Yeah, how much money does that make me? Well, is, is money the gauge of success, or is it fame? Neither. Well, then why would you cite money as Money's the gauge? part of it. So then it isn't neither. Money is apparently a significant factor. Money's the part first of it. thing you go if to. If you have to work at McDonald's, you're not a successful comedian. Well, maybe you just like working at McDonald's. Well, if that's the case, that's different. But if you don't like working at McDonald's yet, you have to to pay the bills. The Ice House Comedy Club has started a YouTube channel. You watch stand up at all or no? No. All right. Amazon acquires Rooftop Comedy. Yeah. For how much? I don't know. That's a pretty good deal for. I would guess millions. I would guess it worked out for Rooftop very well. What did Rooftop do? They. What was their story? They produce a lot of comedy CDs, mm -hmm. and they also have video clips, kind of like a YouTube channel. Yeah, that's the where the money is. That's where you should try to take stand-up talk. I see that's what you're going to try to do. It's not my goal. My goal is to have so many people reading it that I could promote my own stand-up comedy on there. I guess I see what you're saying, but if you have that many people reading it, then you can probably sell it and make a lot of money. Yeah, and that'd be nice, but it's not why I made it. I see what you're saying. What articles on stand-up talk get the most listeners, have you found? People like lists. So one's top 10 hot chicks in comedy. One you is... You had a top 10 hot chicks in comedy? Something like that. That is uh, abhorrent. 
Yeah. Uh, Here's why that is is weird and gross because if you whenever you see like Jezebel and they're talking about like hot guys, you're like, the fuck are you talking about? Like it's the same yeah. kind of thing in reverse. Oh yeah, it's, like, it's a dumb. I mean, who cares? Like like also it's like. But hey, it's all about those hits, baby. That's also like comedy has nothing to do with being hot. It's not like there were oh, hot yeah. chicks in acting. Well, we never claimed they were the funniest chicks in comedy. Well, then that's even worse. <laughs> we have who, an article, top five comics who crush in LA. That got a lot of hits. Who who uh, who were the top five comics who crushed in LA? We put Dalia on there. Okay. We put Donnell Rawlings on there. Okay. We put, Does he go up in LA a lot? Yeah. We put Paula Bell on there. We put Jason Collings on there. And I'm missing one, and I don't remember who. I see. That got a lot of hits? Yeah. From whom? I don't know. Where, I can't I, see who, who are these people? Who these I mean, people? I don't doubt that you have readers. It's just odd. It always strikes me as odd. Anybody who would read anything about stand up or listen to stand up or watch it. There's a lot of comedy nerds. I would say there's a comedy boom going on right now. That's everybody says that because they they're doing comedy. No, I would say that based off a guy who owns a comedy online comedy magazine. Well, do you know what it was like before? I mean, I wasn't a comedian before, but I think there's more comics now than ever. I think there's more rooms than ever. I think there's more comedy viewers than ever, more comedy specials going on than ever. There's more. There's a lot of comedy going on right now. How horrifying. Yeah. Usually during booms, the quality... Declines? Yes. Here's what I think about that, is I think, there, are down. there a lot of bad comedians? Yes, obviously. But there's also a lot of good ones. I want to hear you say something unpopular, something that like that's that, you know, it's, you know, I find odd about you is that you are so reluctant to say anything negative, but you clearly think it. No, I don't. I don't, I don't think a lot of negative. I'm saying you do because everybody is human. I don't say negative things about people's comedy because it's a subjective taste. So if I don't find someone funny, that doesn't make them a bad comedian. Well, I'm going to say some, not even about comedy. How about just something negative about something? Something you don't like? Uh, I don't like that you've hijacked my podcast and you're not uh, going according to the theme of it. Hijacked? See, again, you have a real yeah. control thing. Well, it's my podcast. No, no, it's not really your podcast. It's our podcast when no. I'm on. Yeah. No, you're not my co-host. I don't well, have in one. a sense, I'm more important than your co-host. I'm your guest. If you uh, somebody comes over to your house and you don't go like, oh, I'm at your house. Oh, exactly. So that's even more. My point is that you're over at my house and I'm not saying, you know, you're not doing what I want. You're at my house. It's like, hey, you know, mi casa es su casa. All right. So in let's the same try, way, let's try mi it my podcast way. As Sue podcast. Why don't we try it my way for a little bit? Sure, but I'm going to just keep twisting it around. <laughs> I have the stronger personality. It's the way it works. Is this what you would do in a therapy session with a therapist? I if wouldn't do a therapy session. A therapist? Honestly, wait, if I paid? Have you ever paid to see a therapist? No. And if I did, I'd probably want, I'd be seeking therapy. So I probably. Why haven't you paid to go see a therapist? What's the, why would I do that? It's expensive and pointless. How do you know it's pointless if you've never done it? Well, that's an interesting argument. Ari, have you ever had sex with a man? Uh, no. I Why can't not? say that I have. Because I'm straight and I like women. Well, how do you know unless you try? Do you see I, what I'm saying? I know because when I'm around women, I want them to suck on my penis. When I'm around men, I don't want them to suck on my penis. Well, it's kind of like that with therapy. I don't want to go to therapy. 
Okay. Congratulations, by the way. What women have you wanted to suck on your penis lately? I know you're a committed guy. I don't have any girls flirting with me or trying to suck on my penis. I don't really have temptations. Surely you've been more interested in some girls than others. You must know women. Hell, I've seen you when you said I've had a crush on a particular girl. Yeah, and that was probably the last one. The last crush you've had? Because yeah, you've had up many until my girlfriend. Do you still see that girl? The girl you had the crush on? Oh, like see her around. I'll say hey. Are you still interested? No. Over it. Completely got over it. When Completely did that happen? Over it. Shortly after I was interested, after she rejected me. So she rejected you or did you just not make any moves? Uh, No, I, I think I won. I, I didn't make any real moves. But what did I said, you do? I asked her to go make a pottery. That's what I said. I said, you want to go to a pottery class together? That was really what you asked? Yeah. So maybe she wasn't rejecting you. She was doing the same thing and rejecting pottery. Well, if she rejects pottery, then I'm not that interested. I like pottery. <laughs> I need my ladies to like some pottery. No, I don't believe that. You really said, can you, you want to go make pottery? And she said no. And then she ignored it completely. I would ignore which that is even too. worse. It would have been one thing if she's like, I'm not really into pottery. Let's do something else. No, which is that's what, you're putting if a, a lot. Girl, no, if a girl likes me and I ask her out and I'm clearly asking her out and she, she doesn't have to say yes, but the least she could do is say, no, I'm not interested or that doesn't sound fun to me, but why don't we do something else? Cause that's what I would do. If a girl that I like to ask me out. True, or I but would you know, say, honestly, yeah. saying that's what I would do is not a valid measure well, of whether a woman's interested. I'm the interested. type of guy that I'll put in effort. If I get no response, I'm not going to look like an ass and just keep Totally reasonable. Messaging. I understand that. Yeah. Now, so you got her phone number, so she did give you her phone number. Yeah, but we're also in the same industry, so she didn't give me her phone number for that reason. Well, maybe she did. Maybe she didn't. Did you guys text in a friendly way before you dropped the big pottery bomb? I guess, but I mean... No, you guessed. You texted a little and then you said, hey, do you want to go yeah. make pottery with me? Yeah. And then, so you were texting a little back and forth. You said, let's make pottery. And then all of a sudden her phone stopped working. No, her, she, her phone didn't stop working. She didn't respond. Yeah, there's just talked no response. Since then. Oh, okay. You not, did t- not with related Did you ever to talk that. to her about the pottery incident? There's no need. There's nothing to talk about. That would just be weird if I'm like, hey... Remember that hey, time you, you ignored have, my you ignored my request to go out with you? You should have Why her on this podcast. That? Have you thought about getting her on this podcast? I don't, I don't. Maybe one day, but I would be. But totally that's not reasonable. what this podcast is about. You're changing my, the theme of the podcast. The theme of the podcast is unlicensed therapy. What would be more fascinating than a therapist and his client who spurned him romantically? That I'm would lead it. to some deep conversation, I would think. No, it would basically lead to this. Are you basically? It would lead to this. Hey, why'd you reject me? Well, I didn't like you that much. Oh, that makes sense. Here's the problem, Ari. It seems to me you chose this theme of unlicensed therapy so that you could have other people reveal themselves and you wouldn't have to reveal yourself. I've revealed myself plenty. Well, now you also complained about it bitterly. No, no. So it seems it like the power. Well, it seems like the power dynamic is something you need to set up a situation where you have the power dynamic because otherwise you wouldn't be able to get it organically. No, I don't mind having this conversation even publicly. This isn't what the podcast the is. The theme that you chose. So your right, complaint is it my doesn't podcast. Yeah. Well, obviously there's a really there's <laughs> and a there's a I deeper told you reason. What the theme was going into it. 
There's a I deeper texted reason. you last night yeah. and I said, this is a therapy podcast. So come in with an issue or stress. Did you do that? I don't think you did. I should have texted that girl who you asked Why? to pottery. I'm friends with her boyfriend. I'm friends with her. It's, there's, it's well, a, I that's in totally, the past. Honestly, I would have totally told her boyfriend later that I had done that and he would laugh. <laughs> <laughs> He'd laugh. He's a good guy. It yeah, would just be super fun. Really good guy. And he knows that there were other gentlemen that were interested oh, in his yeah. lady. It still are, I'm sure. Really? Being a fem- being an attractive female comedian in this town or actress or anything, or just being an attractive female, you're going to have guys pursuing you at all points, whether you have a boyfriend, whether you're married. Yeah. No matter what. Good point. Good Is point. that what happened in your relationship? Uh, great question. Uh, the, uh, the girl I was dating was quite pretty, but had, um, the, uh, she had been fat up until through puberty. That's so pretty her, cool. So she had low self-esteem. Yeah. And that's, that's cool until, uh, you know, like she had the personality of a fat girl, which is to say she really wanted somebody to tell her how great she was all the time. I guess that's all women. And then eventually she found somebody who would do that. Whereas so I, she's with someone else now. Oh yeah. Yeah. Do you know this person? Not really. No. I mean, I know of, I know who he is. Do you still think about it a lot? Sure. We broke up like, you know, have you, long have you rebounded? Not really. No. Have you tried? You know, a little here and there. I have tried here and there, but it's like, eh, you do know, you, do you think there's any hope for that relationship or that's no, I think that one's pretty much dead. Okay. Pretty sure. Although we were off and on for eight years, so it's really tough to completely give it up. I mean, I broke up with her like a good 50 times wow. and I'm not exaggerating five zero. Any girls you're interested in now? There really aren't. I mean, there should be. Maybe we should go take a pottery class together. Meet some ladies. You know, no woman likes pottery, right? Then who goes to those it classes? It seems like a lot of what you believe about women was based on 80s movies that were written by That's guys. That's true. I write a lot of poetry for girls, and they all seem to not no like that. No woman ever wants it. Yeah. No. Except for my Australian goddess. You know, it's interesting. Maybe you would be better off if you actually met a few women and hung out with them. I can't do it, but maybe well, you I found that... The girls who like me understand my quirkiness. And yes, I agree. It. And I like that too. But the problem is to some extent that self-indulgence, which I suffer from more than anybody. And it's a numbers game. That's I've gotten a lot absolutely better. Absolutely true. Yeah. That's, you know, but to make it, and you're, I'm sorry about a numbers game, but then it's funny to, to do that. You have to completely shift the mindset that you have that I, I used to have, which is you're the type of guy who will find a girl you like mm-hmm. and then find out if she likes you. But if it's a numbers game, you have to find out girls that like you and then figure out if you like them. You That's a different numbers game. It's the same numbers game. That's a numbers game, except you go for less. You put yourself out there less. See, the problem with doing what you do, which is you you get friends with a girl, you get this long, elaborate crush. I don't do that every time. For example, the girl I'm seeing now, Yeah, she was at a show of mine in the audience. I got her number after the show. Smart. And I immediately let her know that I wanted to pursue her. Very smart. Did you say, let's go I said, do some pottery? Let's go to the kill. I took her to a Dodgers game. Okay. And then on the way home from the Dodgers game, I said, can I hold your hand? That's a terrible thing to do. That's that's awful. She you accepted. were so good up until then. She accepted. This isn't like a fucking we Edith Wharton. It's like Edith, Edith Wharton novel. And then that's we terrible. made out when I dropped her off. Can I? First of all, don't ask, can I hold your hand? Don't but ask. I was nervous. See, that's exactly it. 
you were nervous. Yeah. It looks like you're nervous. Oh, whatever. It worked for you. It worked. You're lucky. You're not a bad looking guy or you would, you would be alone all the time. True. Yeah. This mustache gets, it's a good looking, gets a lot of girls. No, the mustache is, is awful, (laughs) but you know, you're at the place now where it's fine because it, it, people have agreed that it's a fine version. It's like hipstery good, you know, but when you look back on it, like a year or two from now, you're going to say like, what the fuck was that all about? Well, I do it every year. The mustache? For all of the month of November. I do a mustache. Oh, really? Yeah, November every year. Prostate cancer Come on, awareness. Man. It's not prostate cancer, is it? Yeah, you raise really? money and awareness for prostate cancer. Hey, you know what? Everybody gets prostate cancer. You don't need to be aware of it. Everybody, And I mean everybody. It gets to the point where when a guy's like in his mid-70s, they don't even treat it because the logic is, shit, it'll, it'll kill you in 10 years, but something else will get you before then. <laughs> Everybody, and I mean everybody, gets prostate cancer. Every man, at least. Are you worried about getting it? No, because everybody is that a gets stress it. in your life. No, why would I be stressed about something that is inevitable? That's like worrying about death. So you don't you don't have a fear of death then? No, at this point, I, I fairly welcome it. <laughs> but no, I I don't have any fear. <laughs> and why do you welcome it? Because you know, why would you say such I'm in a dark, dark place, man? Why are you in no, such not, dark place? I'm not in a dark place. I'm in a great place. Life is perfect. Is it? Now, here's a question for you. Mm-hmm. The last girl you broke up with, how much do you want your, her to see your new girl and feel bad about her? She herself? broke up with me mm-hmm. and uh, I don't, I don't give, I don't care if she sees me or my new girl. I mean, you're, you're really over it. Good for you. How did you Shorter. meet the other one? College. And then you dated her for a couple of years. Dated her for a couple of years. Where'd you go to school? Uh, we met at Marymount. Palos Verdes and we transferred to UC Santa Cruz together together, together yeah. and then when did she dump you three weeks after we moved there two three weeks. weeks two or three weeks are you serious yeah so it sounds like she might have met somebody else she did meet someone else yeah I've told this story before on podcasts but the worst part about it was I lived in the building next to her I would see her and her new boyfriend all the time together walking around the campus so I would be oh. in my room distraught over this lights off in bed, my roommate would come home, the curtains down. He'd be like, dude, you need to get up. You need to open the curtain. Like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I can't because I see them everywhere I go. And he's like, "That shut up. And he turns the light on. He opens the window and they're right outside. <laughs> How bad was the pleading? Pleading was bad? Me pleading? Yeah. Yeah. It's, that was awful. That's like the I worst was, part too. When I is, look that, back, is that the part? That's the part you regret more than anything is oh, that, yeah. right? Yeah. And I look back and I was like, I was in such a weak place and I embarrassed my, I was embarrassed. Yeah. You know, I think about that. Like I've done that where you're like, you think back, you're like, when still, have you done that? With this girlfriend? No, no, no. no with the previous girlfriend. This what girlfriend. I guarantee mine tops yours. What did you do to plead back for her? Uh, it wasn't so much bad, like pleading. It was just, I remember once calling her and talking to her because I plead with her to talk to me. And then I'm making jokes and making her laugh. I'm like, this is great. I'm starting to win her back. And then I realized she was in foreplay with her new boyfriend. And I'm like, yeah, it's pretty much. While on the phone with you? While on the phone. Yeah. That's her. So that's mean. That's mean of her to do that. When I hung up, I was like, okay, good. And at that point I was in software. I'm like, I know what I'm going to do now. I'm not going to, I, that point I hung up and I was, I was really crushed, but then I was kind of happy about it. I, I laugh. At least you know why wow, this girl's a bitch, and I don't want to. No, be, wasn't yeah. she? Was, I was just like, okay, here's what's gonna happen. I was like, I'm going to. I I went to my friend's place. I'm like, I'm not staying in San Francisco. They're gonna fire me at this job. I'm going to Los Angeles. I'm not gonna be here long. And that's exactly what happened. But yeah, it's like that sort of thing too. Where and you think back, I think I called her like 11 times when I was in Europe in the same. Just something. Oh, 11. I called yeah. her probably hundreds of times in one night though. 11 oh, no. times. Yeah. 
I could that was the I could have easily done that, but I don't remember. Yeah, you think about Specific that, you're numbers. like, that's just the thing. You're like, what was I thinking? Yeah, just calling and texting over and over again. Talk to me, talk to me, talk to me. Yeah. Makes you look so weak. Even when you do it some, you feel like a weak asshole, you know? But yeah. if you do it that many times, you're like, Ugh. But I learned from it, hopefully. Nah, you never really. I mean, you learn from it a little, but the problem is the things you learn are don't make yourself available to the next one. So it's like you learn, but then it costs you another way. So ways. you feel closed off. Like it takes, it would take a lot for you to get close to another girl. Well, actually, in fairness, I did date another girl for eight years, which I got very close to her. But it's just like, you know, she wanted me to do a little more ass kissing and pleading. I'm like, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. 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 You're like, you know what? I am. If you want to be with me, be with me. If not. Yeah. Yeah, that logic doesn't really work very well with women. You know what I am. There's like a balance. You have to beg a little, but if you beg too much, you're like, oh, he's pathetic. But if. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And then it's it's like. It's hard to strike that balance. Absolutely. And the problem when you beg, I think they start to realize, oh, this is over. You know, like <laughs> it's like a weird trick. It's always like they want what they can't have. Yep. Uh, that's human nature. But I was distraught. You know how distraught I was? I don't get along with my mom, and I called my mom. Wait, you don't get along comfort. with your mom? No, I don't talk to my mom. Why not? I just don't get along. What? We don't get along. Who doesn't talk to their mother? Me. <laughs> what? <laughs> your mother? Yeah. She doesn't talk to her mom either. So. What the fuck? You talk to your dad? Yeah, I like my dad. He's cool. What's wrong with your mom? I hated her so much that I went to military school to get away from her. How long did you go to military school? Two years in high school for ninth to 10th grade. Were there any girls? You could, I guess technically there were girls. It sounds horrible. Where'd you grow up? San Diego. And the military school is in Roswell, New Mexico. Really? Mm -hmm. Did you like it? It's all right. Why'd you come back? Actually, I met a girl. I had my first kiss. I came back my sophomore year. And that summer, I was a tennis counselor at a tennis camp. She had a boyfriend when we kissed. This girl. Wow, and I knew you. she, and I knew she had a boyfriend. So there we go. Look at you. Did you do that because... Wait, hold on. That was before. This was when I was 16. Wow. So in a way... It was karma, yeah. Yeah. So we kissed, and then it was the first kiss I ever got. And I was like, well, this is awesome. I'm not going back to military school. I'm going to stay here and pursue this. So I went to public school where she was going. And then, of course, a week into that, she was like, Ari, I have a boyfriend. I'm not. Yeah, we're not going to do Did this. Did you make out again? We made out a, that summer. Did she start dating somebody, not you? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Who'd she date that wasn't you? Just someone who went to our high school. Did that hurt your feelings? No, because it was like, okay, she's like, Ari, I'm going to try and stay with my boyfriend. And she did attempt that for a few months. And then that fizzled, like, of course it would. And then... By that time, you weren't interested anymore? By that time, it just, we didn't hang out anymore. And it just, yeah, it didn't. Were you sad, though, that it didn't work out? Probably was at the time, but not like I was. That was junior when, year of high school. Yeah. Did you, were you, in retrospect, are you happy that you didn't go to military school all four years? I think my whole life would have been different. I would have joined the army. What? I would have gone to college in you New Mexico. You would have joined the army? My plan in high school was to join the army of the Marines. I had Marine recruiters come to my house when I was 17. My mom wouldn't sign the papers. Well, you were going to join the Marines, but your mom refused. Yeah. So in that case, her being the boss of you was probably a good thing. It was a different thing. I don't think joining the Marines is a bad thing. Well, only if you want to live. Yeah. Like you said, I'm ready to die. 
Okay. So you were ready, but why didn't you join the Marines at 18 when you could have signed the papers? Then I went to Santa Cruz for college. And I where figured, your heart was destroyed. So where my heart was destroyed. But my that plan, didn't make you want to join the military more? So my plan was to graduate college and be an officer instead of an NCO. Got it. Yeah. That's a but, big difference. Which yeah. is a big difference. But then I started smoking weed. Yeah. I mean, Smart I didn't move. even want to go to college. They, my parents kind of pressured me into college. So you were just going to go just straight into the military. I was going to go school. straight into military from high school. Or I was going to move to at one point I wanted to move to L.A. and pursue comedy straight after high school. Those are two very different goals. And neither of them happened. Well, the comedy thing happened, but after college. Which is a smart time to do it. You yeah. want to go to, you got to go to college. That's a real important no, I, time. I, to this day, my biggest regret is going to college. No, that's when you decide who you are as a person. I didn't it, decide that. It makes you, uh, it gives you a, a personality outside of I, comedy, which I is essential. I got that in high school because I went away for high school. I didn't live at home in high school. I suppose, but you think that you would better off if you hadn't gone to, to college? Yeah. Maybe because your college was so terrible. That too. I mean, it was kind of a nothing school and then you got your heart destroyed at it. Did you do yeah. stand up in college? A few times. I thought I was doing it, but I, I read. You were doing it at school or I outside? I was doing school? it at school maybe once every two months. How far away is Santa Cruz? Eight hour drive from here. Oh, it's that far? Yeah. Did you go to San Francisco? Seven. It was like an hour and a half drive from San Francisco. Did you go there? Sometimes. Did you perform there? Once. How was that? It was awesome. Sold out Purple Onion. Really? How'd you yeah. get that gig? Rooftop comedy competition. You, oh, did you win a contest in college and then get to go perform in San I Francisco? I didn't win, but I got high enough. High enough in the rounds. Who else to go was there? in the contest? Anybody, anybody knows? Stuart Thompson was in it the year oh. before me. Oh. Very nice. What do you want to call this podcast? Because this isn't unlicensed therapy. I feel like this is episode one of, Ari, of look, the David Taylor podcast. The the podcast, the theme should be you, your I'm personality. Honored, I'm honored that I get to be on the first episode of your podcast. Oh, if that counts, then I've done many episodes of my podcast. If every time I do a podcast, it's no, me. No, I've heard you on someone else's podcast and you did not take did over the podcast. Did you hear me on Steve Simone's podcast? Did not. The podcast the theme of the podcast is talking about childhood. Do you think I talked about childhood? No, yeah. you didn't. Did you hear me on Eleanor and Lexi's podcast? No, I guess the I should have done the my podcast, homework. The theme of the podcast is your first set. Do you think I discussed my first set? No. But that would be a fun thing to discuss. Why didn't you not discuss Just that? It didn't come up. We were talking about other stuff. Look, the whole point of a podcast, nobody's listening to the podcast to actually hear actual unlicensed therapy. They're listening for you, Ari, and this counts. You talked about yourself. You opened up. You know, we, we learned about you, your control issues, your problem with your mother yeah. probably impl influenced your interaction with women as they always do. Cause that's pop psychology 101. If you believe in that whole thing, the idea that maybe the woman who embodies a gender would cause issues with that gender going forward for the rest of your life. Well, yeah, I think I might believe in that whole thing. I guess my advice to you would be clean up your apartment because you have a 7-Eleven big gulp cup from who knows how long those have been there. There's a story about this. I actually went to drink a Mountain Dew and got a sip in and realized it was from two or three months before and it tasted worse than anything I've ever had. So the, I know that Mountain Dew goes I had bad. To spit, oh yeah, it went unbelievable. I had to spit it out and then gargle with mouthwash. <laughs> I was on the phone with Yusuf. I'm like, I've done a bad thing. How do I take care of it? He goes, you mouthwash. I'm like, okay, that works. So clean up a little bit. Make yourself presentable because when you're... When your place is clean, it makes you feel better as a person. I don't know if you know that. When this place is clean, you will feel better. And secondly, join uh, Tinder, a dating website. You know, let's find 
Dave Taylor, a lady. Th- that's your advice to everybody. Because all of the people have problems with women. Including you. You have problems yeah, with your ex-girlfriend. So do you tell everybody join Tinder or join a dating website? No, it depends on the person that I've never given anyone else's advice. I'm not going to do but it. The other people I was giving advice on how to get their ladies back. With you, I'm going to say that's over with. Yeah. With you, it's you probably need, over for you them need to too. work on moving on. I hope yeah. you don't have any hopes that she's coming back to you because she's not. Yeah. Bummer, dude. You really have blown me away with this real talk. Wow. Ari Manis, you have done me a favor with your tough love. Now, can I give you some advice? Of course. Stop trying to control everything. I'm not trying to control everything. But stop trying to control this podcast. It's my podcast. Just because it's your podcast doesn't mean you have to control it. It's funny that that, that the word my you think means control because that's your problem with your mom. It's my mom. No. She says my son, and it's like son that I control. You're like my podcast, I own. Okay, I don't necessarily need to control the podcast, but you completely diverged from the. We didn't do the podcast. This wasn't my well, podcast. Whose fault was that? Yours. Oh, well, actually, no. Here's the problem. Then you're blaming me for for what happened on your podcast. So wait, it's your podcast when it comes I to guess, you having control, but then when it comes to something going wrong, all of a sudden it's somebody else's fault. I guess I should have considered the fact. I should have asked you, do you have a problem that we can talk about? Would you have lied to do it and then not done it? I, I would have said, sure, I'll think of something. Because, yes, you just didn't want to do it for whatever reason. No, I did it. I did your podcast. But you didn't want to be, you didn't want a therapy session. Nobody wants a therapy session. Well, people who pay for therapy want a therapy yeah, session. Yeah, because they're going, you know, that's like saying. This is free therapy. Yeah, that, that's not, that's not valuable. It's like a free massage. Yeah. You know. Yeah, really, you're telling me if you got a free massage, you wouldn't go take no, it? No, not from a male friend. What if it was from a female friend? Mm, do I want to sleep with her? Or a female stranger that you don't want to sleep with? No, pass. So you don't go for massages either? No, I don't go for massages. There's some deep-seated issues here that I wish I knew how you to really uncover. really blew my mind here with yeah. more real talk, Ari. <laughs> God, how do you not have a license? It's This is the whole I'm trying to get an honorary one from this podcast. You, th- you think that's going to... Once this podcast hit is a hit? I can't believe 8,000 people listen to it. And not in a bad way. I'm just... I'm really impressed. And uh, well, that's, if you listen to it, you'd be like, wow, this is really good. Now I can see why. You know, Ari, I have no advice for you. you my advice for you is to keep doing what you're doing, buddy. Wow. So nice. Things yeah. are going <laughs> great. If you're wondering what happened with the advice I gave Dave Taylor on the next episode, I'll reveal what happened with him and his issues. Thanks for uh, having me on the first episode of... Your podcast, Dave. I appreciate it. At least I can do. Have a go. Unlicensed. 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 Unlicensed therapy with Ari Manis. Ari Manis.